Hello, and welcome to Jokestrap, the podcast with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will talk about various things, including life as a comedian and his love of sports. Hence the name, Jokestrap. There is no set schedule for this podcast, so if you end up liking an episode and want to hear more, just follow it on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes, and we'll see you there. For now, enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Jokestrap. This is episode number 63. I'm Wes Hoffman. Thank you for listening. Uh, first off, I just want to say that um, I recently updated my computer, my computer, my laptop with uh, Windows 10 because uh, Windows 7 is no longer working with certain programs because Windows 7 is a dick. No, um... I liked Windows 7, but uh, Microsoft's like, nah, we're not going to support this stuff on Windows 7 anymore. So if you want to be, like, safe and not get any viruses on your computer anymore, you're going to have to update to Windows 10. Luckily, the Windows 10 it was still free to download, so I did that. Uh, but now that I've done that, it looks like my Audacity program that I use for podcasts is running a little slow, skittish kind of thing. So I don't know if it's recording for sure or not. But I'm pretty sure it is, but if the sound comes across as being weird or anything, then you know why. It's Windows's fault. It's Microsoft's fault. I could go and check to see if there's an updated version for Windows 10 for Audacity, but I'm not going to because uh, I care about my Audacity version as much as uh, Rob Manfred cares about the game of baseball. Oh, burn, sick burn. More on that later. Anyway, um, since the last episode, some stuff's happened in the sporting world, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, let's see. Let's start with football. Uh, this one's a tough one to talk about, uh, for me anyway, being that I'm a San Francisco 49ers fan. Uh, February 2nd was the Super Bowl. Uh, the Niners played against the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl, so they made it. So that's great. And I gotta say, they played way beyond my expectations this year. Uh, did not expect him to make it. Um, and if you've been living under a rock, um, you'll know that the 49ers uh, did not win the Super Bowl. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs won. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl for the first time in 50 years. So hats off to them. Congratulations, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I was bummed out um, for a good day or two um, afterwards. I couldn't sleep that night, that's for sure. I was watching the game in San Jose and then had to drive home uh, to Sacramento, where I live. Um, and it took me about three or so hours because of traffic and whatnot. But I was just, like, bummed the whole time driving home. And then I was, when I went to bed that night, I kept thinking about, like, what they could have done differently. Like, one thing that could have happened differently is they could have scored before halftime. Uh, they had a shot uh, connected with George Kittle on a long pass. But... uh got called back for pass interference, which was questionable. But I'm not going to blame the referees for the Niners losing the game. The Niners just didn't, uh, I don't know. They, I knew going into the game they were going to have to keep scoring if they wanted to beat the Chiefs because the Chiefs were such a great comeback team all season, especially in the playoffs. And with a guy like Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, you can't take anything for granted against them. But the Niners did have a 20-10 to 10 lead there, and I thought, okay, the defense has got this. It's going to get sealed. It's The Niners got this all the way. It's looking good. And then it didn't. It did not look good. The uh, last six minutes of that game were pretty bad for the 49ers. 
and they ended up losing the game 31 to 20. It was unfortunate. Um, unfortunate for guys like you know Joe Staley, especially Joe Staley, a long time uh, lineman there. Um, it's one that you really want to win for guys like him. Uh, Joe Staley on the 49ers, sort of the equivalent to a, a Joe Thornton or Patrick Marlowe on the San Jose Sharks. Uh, he's the kind of guy you want to win that championship for, you know. Could be their last hurrah. I don't know if Joe Taylor's going to come back or not. We'll have to see. Uh, anyway, speaking of the Sharks, it's not looking good over there either. Uh, it doesn't look like the Sharks are going to be making the playoffs this year. Uh, they're at 24-28-4 right now. They're second and last place in the Pacific Division. Not looking good. So, what are you going to do? Um, apparently the Sharks, the Sharks do have till February 24th to make a trade. Uh, we'll see. It looks like Brendan Dillon's in a lot of trade talks, defensive men. So he might get traded. Um, and I would be fine with that if they did. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, you gotta be. Or I, I got to be happy with the way the 49ers played. I mean, I anticipated they would go like 8-8 eight and eight this season. To, so to make the Super Bowl uh, was really good. Um, I uh, <coughs> and, and for the Bay Area, it was, it was really good to have someone to cheer for right now. Uh, the Warriors um, in basketball only have 12 wins. Uh, they traded away some guys. D'Angelo Russell got traded. Um, even though he wanted to stay with the Warriors, there just wasn't really a spot for D'Angelo Russell, being that he's a point guard, and they knew if they kept him around, um, there wouldn't really be a place for him because um, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry are both coming back from injuries next year, so uh, kind of leaves Russell out of the lineup. Um, so D'Angelo Russell get traded to the Minnesota. Minnesota Timberwolves for uh, Andrew Wiggins, and Andrew Wiggins is uh, more of a small forward, um, and he'll be uh, in that lineup going forward. So next season, with the Warriors being healthy, uh, they should be good again. Uh, but this season, Warriors play hard, the young guys play hard, but uh, they keep coming up short just about every game. So... Uh, they uh, play the Lakers, uh, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and the Lakers the other day, and it was a good game, but they lost 125 to 120. LeBron made some ridiculous shot at the end of the game, but the fact that LeBron had to play the whole game against the Warriors, I think it speaks huge on the team. Like, um, I think it helps a young team's confidence. So I think uh, next season's going to be back uh, – uh, as one of the top teams in the NBA for Golden State. So uh, we shall see. Um, sad news um, in basketball uh, a few weeks ago. I'm sure everyone's heard about it by now. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Kobe Bryant, along with uh, eight others, um, tragically killed in a helicopter crash. Um, that was the Sunday before the Super Bowl, the day of the Pro Bowl. Um so, um, yeah, it was unfortunate. Um, I was surprised when I heard the news. Um, a lot of uh, reporting done. Um, it seemed like everyone was trying to be first with the reports, um, getting the news out to people, but a lot of it was inaccurate. Some of them were saying, like, it was 
his whole family. Some of them said it was him and all his daughters. Um, some said he was the pilot. Um, but no, uh, it was him, one of his daughters, Gianna, and then other people. I, I don't know their names, but I know there were there were, there were other people um, on the helicopter. Uh, and uh, it's just unfortunate uh, that that happened. Um, it was the same pilot he, he always has for his helicopter. So it wasn't like a one-time thing that he had this pilot flying for him. Uh, not really sure what caused the crash. Um, I'm guessing some sort of malfunction, but I don't know. Um, anyway. Anyway, yeah, uh, I was fortunate enough to see uh, Kobe play um, in person once. Um, it was years ago uh, when he was still teammates with Shaquille O'Neal as a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. Saw him against the Golden State Warriors uh, when they were in Oakland. Um, I think it was back in the day when like guys like Earl Boykins were still in the Warriors. Um yeah, the Warriors lost, but I can say I saw Kobe play, so at least I have that memory. Um, I don't remember many exclusive like things that happened play-wise, but I just remember seeing them play. So, um, yeah, uh, it's unfortunate. Lots of tributes uh, throughout this season by all the teams um, uh, to honor him um, and a lot of um I don't know it's it's tough when you lose someone um that big to the sport um he was an ambassador to basketball uh people talking about changing the logo to be Kobe Bryant I don't know about that but there's a lot of uh people that are reeling uh and not just his death but his daughter's death apparently she was an up and coming basketball star herself and he really supported women's basketball. Um, and then the others on the on the plane, or on the helicopter, I should say, um, there was a baseball coach on there. And uh, a lot of good people lost uh, in that crash. Uh, it's really unfortunate. Anywho, uh, <laughs> let's see, how do we keep, keep lift the spirits back up? Um, how about not talking about something sad, but... Well, it's kind of sad still, uh, but it's mostly just stupid. Uh, I mentioned him at the beginning of the episode. How about Rod Manfred? Okay, yeah, what an idiot. Um, First of all, let's uh backtrack and talk about the Houston Astros some more. I know I discussed him on a previous episode and this sign-stealing episode. Um, So we know that A.J. Hinch got suspended for one season. We know that... GM Jeffrey Lundhau got suspended for one season for the Houston Astros for the sign stealing uh, that they did using technology to steal signs in real time in 2017, really aimed the, to the batters, and then all of a sudden uh, they start doing well. Well, then lo and behold, Wall Street Journal comes out with an article uh, not too long afterwards saying, oh, wait, they weren't only stealing signs at home. They were stealing them on the road, too. Okay, great. Um, we're not safe anywhere against the Astros. Um, but the commissioner 
uh, Rob Manfred uh, granted immunity to all the players uh, during the investigation, saying, hey, if you come forward and tell us what happened, uh, then nothing will happen to you. Uh, this is strictly on the manager and the GM. Uh, you won't be suspended in any way. What the fuck, dude? So, so all these players came out, told the truth. The manager and the GM gets uh, punished. Um, who knows if they'll ever get a job again. It's going to be really tough. Um, AJ Hinch did do an interview for MLB Network. I watched it, and I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it's it's... Uh, he's like, oh, I wish he had done more to stop it. And I'm like, you fucking, why didn't you? Like, hey, it's stupid. Uh, um, but I, I think it's really, it's on the players. The players on the Astros knew what was going on. They should have done it. We've had guys like Charlie Morton now, who's currently a pitcher for the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, he hasn't, he said he's remorseful. He's upset he didn't do anything more to stop it. He's a pitcher for the Astros back then. Uh, then uh, Marwin Gonzalez, who plays for the Minnesota Twins now, he was a hitter, a utility player, got some big hits in the playoffs, and he said he was remorseful about what happened. And uh, But no one's saying, oh, hey, uh, yeah, we fucked up, uh, handing over the World Series ring, which I think they should, like, if they were really, like, uh, sorry for what they did. Give back your ring. Uh, I'm not saying you have to hand the World Series trophy over to a different team. I'm just saying, like, admit it. Admit that you fucked up. Like, none of these guys are coming forward. None of the guys currently on the Astros who are on that team have said a damn word. Uh, it's just like, oh, shit, we got caught. What are we going to do? Like, today was the first day of spring training, and the... Uh, the Astros said that none of the players were going to talk to the media. Why? Because the Astros are probably going to have a meeting with their players and tell their players specifically what to say to the media, which is a bunch of bullshit. I mean, quit controlling these guys. Uh, let let the players speak for themselves. They're grown, grown-up people. Let them say what they want to say. I mean, if they don't want to talk about it, fine. If they personally don't want to talk about it, then they don't have to talk about it. But it's out there. The truth is out there. <laughs> they know what they did wrong. So I think they need to own up with it, own up to it and uh, do what's right. The same goes for Mike Fires on the A's. Like Mike Fires came out and he's the one that like kind of broke the story out there saying, hey, yeah, the Astros did this and stuff. Granted, he did it after he had already played for the Astros. So, that, so that's kind of messed up. But uh, he should also be one of these people that like gives back the ring and is like hey I, we didn't we didn't really earn this um or it's i mean there's no proof to say that we did earn it because this definitely helped us if you compare the stats in the games uh where they uh um like were at supposedly cheated where there's indications from video that they had these uh or they bang these garbage cans to indicate the pitches to the batters as they're batting, uh, somebody went through it and was like, okay, this is the batting averages in these games compared to the other games. It's quite different. It's substantially different. Um, so, so yeah, it, it's crazy. Uh, but it doesn't stop there, does it, Rob Manfred? No, no, no. I don't know if he did this yesterday, 
two or two days ago just to um kind of pull back to to like put this out there to take a focus off the Astros. So he was like, "Oh, I'm going to put this new new idea out there uh about the playoff format." Uh so he did that. So he he put out this thing about the playoff format saying there would be seven teams from each league instead of five teams from each league that make the playoffs. And then the best team in each league will have a bye round while the other six teams in each league battle. And then there's something about, like, choosing the team you're going to play or something. What the fuck? Like, it's insane. Like, you don't have bye rounds in baseball. Uh, I cannot talk about it as good as um, Trevor Bauer, uh, the pitcher of the Cincinnati Reds. Um, look up Trevor Bauer on YouTube, Trevor Bauer and Momentum. Uh, there's a video called Trevor Bauer Goes Off on Rob Manfred, and it's the best. It's the best video. He says it better than I ever could, um, so I'm not even going to try. Uh, but I agree 100% with everything he says. Rob Manfred's just making stupid rules, um, and it's like he doesn't even care about baseball. And you should have a commissioner that cares about baseball. It is insane. Um, and then on top of that, he wants to get rid of like 42 minor league teams. Uh, he doesn't want to pay minor league players any more money. Um, minor league players today still have to get a second job uh, just to get by. What? <laughs> You're a professional baseball player, and you have to spend all this time working out and doing all this other stuff. And damn, that's crazy. Like, I would have thought, like, this day and age, like, if you're a minor league baseball player, that should be enough. But nope, it's not, because um, they don't want to pay you. Instead, they'd rather cut 42 minor league teams and cut away the dreams of millions of people who grew up wanting to be baseball players, or thousands. I don't know. Freaking crazy. Uh, I don't know, like, they keep making so many, if they keep making so many changes it's going to be hard to like want to be a baseball fan anymore it's bad enough having the fucking Astros in the same division <laughs> just knowing what they did um, and playing against them all season that's going to I mean the Astros when they play against anybody they're, they're going to be booed all season I, I don't know it'll be interesting to see how it pounds out uh, for them, everybody on that team is anybody on the Astros team gonna get voted into the Hall of Fame, even if their numbers are good enough? Or guys like Alex Bregman and Jose Altuve, does this out them for the Hall of Fame? I would think it would. I would think it would. They were on that 2017 team team that everyone knew cheated. So if guys like McGuire and Barry Bonds don't make the Hall of Fame, I don't think guys like Altuve and Carlos Correa and Bregman, I don't think those guys should make the Hall of Fame. Oh, Justin Verlander, I'm sorry. You were on the team, right? He was on the team. Shit. That's insane. He got traded halfway, but... Mm, Verlander could have been fucked over by the rest of his team. Imagine that. And he hasn't said anything. I haven't seen him say anything either. Wow. That just occurred to me. Justin Verlander, because he's a surefire, without a doubt, Hall of Famer. 
And for him to get screwed over by his teammate, granted, he wasn't batting. He wasn't batting, but this is sort of along the lines of uh, Buck Weaver and uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson in the 1919 Black Sox scandal where the Black, where the White Sox threw away the World Series, uh, but pretty much Joe Jackson and Buck Weaver had no part in it. They like hit the crap out of the ball, did well all series, but they knew about it, and they didn't say anything, and because they didn't say anything, they were also banned from baseball. So granted, the Astros haven't been banned from baseball because they got immunity, but if you're a baseball writer and someone that votes for the Hall of Fame, you got to remember that. You got to think about what happened to them. If you're going to hold everyone accountable, if you're going to hold teammates accountable for not coming out and saying something. I don't know. I know it's a different day and age, but I just think it'll be messed up if someone like Verlander gets inducted and someone like Bonds doesn't or someone like uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson doesn't get reinstated. That's weird. God, man. Rob Manfred's fucking it up. Uh, the Astros fucked up big time, too. It's sad. But, and if this, if he keeps doing shit, like three batter minimum and all this other stuff, um, rule changes and everything, it's going to make it harder to like the game. It's going to make it tougher for me. I hope he doesn't. I, I'm going to just, I might have to stick to just going to like college baseball games. I'm actually going to be going to one on Sunday uh, for the first time at Sacramento State. My first college game at Sacramento State, I should say. So check out that stadium. But uh, college baseball opens up this weekend. Um, Unfortunately uh, for me, San Jose State does not visit Sacramento State at all this year. So I guess I'll have to live with that. Anyway, huh? I want to get your thoughts. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, it's that. That's a question I have. Would you, knowing that Verlander pitched, granted for half a season, with the um, Houston Astros in 2017, and we know that the 2017 Astros cheated. Would you induct him still into the Hall of Fame? Let me know. All right, guys. That's it for this episode of Jokestrap. Thank you all very much for listening. And have a great rest of the week. See you later. Bye.